friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Rower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone is having an absolutely great day today. Hope you're all staying strong and healthy as always. Be sure if you need anything, check out the website at healthmasters.com. Lots of different products on sale right now, including the B Complex product of the week and multiple other kits and specials, including the uh, Mood Booster Stack, which has been a very popular one. I talked about on Hagman last week and a staple that I take every day and a lot of friends that I know take it every day in order to maintain optimal brain functioning and elevated mood, I guess you could say, (laughs) as much as possible. So if you need anything, check it out, healthmasters.com on the website. And, of course, a lot of people have been covering this uh, horrific shooting over here at the Nashville Christian School. And and my condolences to the family and the children, everybody involved in this. This, again, is another very, very strange incident, horrific at that. And uh, now it comes out that the shooter was, you know, a a tranny. She was a dude or she, she was a girl that wanted to be a boy, have a hard time keeping up with a lot of this nonsense. Um, I'm very curious to see or know if they release anything on her medical report if, because they said blatantly she was transitioning to a male, which would mean that she was probably on testosterone replacement therapy, which is very strange because a lot of people have not ever discussed that. We haven't really talked about it on the show on what happens to the female brain when they start taking very, very high elevated levels of synthetic testosterone equivalent to males, it can cause really, really crazy side effects. Because remember, women produce natural testosterone, just like men produce natural testosterone. Women produce about an about a eighth, seventh to an eighth of what men actually produce naturally. So it is vital hormone, but in much, much, much smaller doses. And you remember when these girls start going full-blown male, they want to go full you know, transgender, flip it over to male – they start taking male doses of testosterone. And again, I have no idea if this girl was on this or not, but that is very common in transition, which can do some very crazy things to the brain. And the one part about this whole shooting, as sad and as tragic as it is, I find this to be extremely coincidental and very strangely timed, almost like there was something else going on behind the scenes, whether or not there was FBI informants involved in this or ATF informants involved in this or whatever the deal is. They have now shown photos of the weapons, and would you believe that one of the weapons that she will use, the primary one, was an 11.5-inch AR-15 with a pistol brace on it, which, as you guys know, I have brought up the very, very crazy ATF ruling where they suddenly decided to start changing the law and basically without Congress and state, well, this is now illegal because you have a certain brace on a pistol, which they have said for the last decade was legal. And I find this to be very, very coincidentally timed. Out of all the things she could have used, this is the weapon of choice that she goes in there with. And uh, sad as it is, this school also had no security, apparently. None. Now, I've told you guys before, I am extremely a big proponent of being able to defend yourself and having people around you if you cannot do so to defend yourself, including whether it be security, whether it be family, whether it be a husband or wife. Uh, it's crucial. There's some really, really crazy people out there. And the sad part about it is this Christian school had nothing. They had no security detail. They had no off-duty police. They had nothing at this school whatsoever. And uh, they're claiming now that apparently she had two uh, two schools picked out, and she picked the latter, this Christian school, because it was no security. She'd done reconnaissance on it and basically wanted to go to the school. And this is sad. 
And yet again now, we've got this huge divide in the country. Now everybody's talking about how all guns need to be banned and need to be registered. And now we're talking about how the transgenders need to have more rights and they don't need to be treated like this. And there's this giant nefarious plot behind the scenes while you watch the greedy little bankers wreathe their hands together and smoke their cigars while they burn $100 bills. And they laugh as the American populace just witnessed a horrific tragedy and now is again divided once more into other subgroups like they just did a week and a half ago with the Donald Trump who came in and said, I'm being arrested. Everybody needs to protest and come here to Mar-a-Lago and everybody needs to go to New York and everybody needs to protest. And suddenly now, like I told you guys yesterday, suddenly now there's no charges being filed. There never were any charges being filed. He was never being arrested. And the whole thing was essentially, in my opinion, complete and total theater again to keep people focused on what they wanted to focus them on and now we have this horrific incident that's now occurred and ironically enough there's also a massive revelation that has now been occurring is this proud boys trial gets weirder and weirder again with these fbi snitch informants which i cannot stand snitches i cannot stand individuals that go around and rat on others the fbi is literally built its premise in most of its cases on FBI snitches. They call them confidential informants. They're just snitches. They're paid by the FBI to infiltrate groups, to snitch on them and bring the FBI evidence. And we're now seeing that one of these snitches that was involved in the Proud Boys groups not only was extremely involved with them, they actually went with some of the Proud Boys to meetings with their defense counsel to give them encouragement and advice on what was going on. FBI paid informants were meeting with Proud Boys with their attorneys and then taking the information and bringing it back to the FBI. Now Breitbart has come out and said the revelation of the sheer number of FBI informants involved has shaken again the trial of members for the Proud Boys as one informant had infiltrated the defense team. Julia Kelly, who has covered the January 6th trials extensively, just reported that at least 10 FBI informants – are now known to have been involved with the Proud Boys, more than twice the number of defendants who are on trial, which is showing you that the vast majority of the Proud Boys that were involved in anything were paid FBI snitches, and yet only five of them are going to trial because why? The FBI snitches are immune because they're FBI snitches. They're being paid to be snitches. And one of the shocking revelations I just mentioned earlier is that one of the close FBI informants was involved with the legal team and has been throughout the trial, potentially compromising their constitutional rights. This, again, shows you that the FBI knows no bounds when it comes to legality. The Constitution be darned, so to speak, with the FBI. You cannot act like this as a justice department that's actually sitting there trying to impose the rule of law and make sure law and order is maintained while you're sitting there paying FBI informant snitches to get involved with the legal teams of the defense so they can come back and snitch on the information that they know they're talking about in defense meetings. This is grossly illegal on every level, yet the FBI is still continuing to maintain that, no, everything's fine here, nothing to see here. And now we know that there's been repeatedly, they were involved in the Capitol riots, FBI everywhere. And again, that's why I said earlier, There's something very strange going on that suddenly this transgender 
woman, male, woman, whatever, so male, I guess she's a female, biological female, I should call her, suddenly decides to go shoot up this Christian school with no security, with an AR-15 with a brace on it. As sad as the situation is, it has turned into this giant, giant argument among everybody in the country to do exactly what it is at the role of losing family members and children and loved ones. And how sad is this that this, in my opinion, is how far we are now watching the deep state willing to go to get in people involved to push their agenda because the likelihood and statistical probability of this whole incident occurring right now and she happened to pick that gun. Come on, guys. The whole thing doesn't add up, especially when you know, when you know the background and involvement with the FBI and the ATF directly getting engaged with individuals in order to encourage them to commit heinous crimes. And now we're watching this happen right now. We have families now that will never be the same because of this. And this is why I have said one of the only things you can physically do is to make sure you have the ability to maintain your security defense with your family, with your children, period. Also, too, on top of that, if you're in a private Christian school or if you're in a whatever, you know, whatever school, make sure you know what kind of security they have there. Because this, by all means, should never have happened, period. We have some of the biggest, fattest cats that are literally raping the entire country from Wall Street and from the congressional chambers and from the Senate in the United States of America that do nothing, produce nothing, make nothing other than try to force more illegal, illicit laws in the American population. Yet they have full-time security around them everywhere they go with people that have guns and machine guns in some cases, including Glock 18s, everywhere they go because they're politicians. They need security. Yet we have the most precious individuals on this earth, the most innocent, young children, and they're in schools that don't want to spend an extra thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year for security detail to make sure they have somebody on staff or start allowing the teachers to be trained and armed. I was so frustrated down here in Florida when they passed this bill, and it was with Rick Scott that was going to allow teachers to be armed. Well, then it turned around and it said, well, the school board has a uh, ability to pick three options. One is they can go in and start arming teachers and training them. Another one is they can start adding security detail through local law enforcement, off-duty security detail, or they can basically hire a rent-a-cop. You want to know that almost every single school board in the entire state of Florida decided to go with hiring a rent-a-cop? It's like $28,000 a year job. I mean, do you really think somebody that's that paid, that's paid that low – is really going to try to get in a gunfight if somebody shows up with an AR-15? I don't. That's literally what almost every single school board picked over here. It was an atrocity, which means you've got to figure out what you're going to do in these situations and what you want to do in the future because I can tell you right now, they're not going to let off at the deep state. They're going to keep pushing this sadistic stuff to continue to demonize patriots, conservatives, and anyone that wants to be able to defend themselves so they can finally come in and say, listen, enough is enough. We have to ban everything. It's illegal to transfer. It's illegal to purchase. It's illegal to do anything unless you register these firearms. And that will again be the final coffin for the United States of America once they do that. That is what their overall goal is because they'll tell everybody it's for the kids. It's for your safety. However, we've had a female that was wanting to be a male decided to access firearms and go into a school and murder people. Well, that's already grossly illegal. In most cases, that will get you the death penalty for first-degree murder in a lot of states. Yep, didn't seem to stop her, deter her. Just thought I would throw that out there. So that means you got to start going to other options and other outlets in order to defend your family and your children the best you can. What do you think, Deb? 
Uh, she had put out a, basically a letter to her friends that day that she was probably going to die that day and they were going to hear about it, you know, on the news. Uh, so she wasn't planning on walking away. She was planning on dying. And, you know, the transgender mind has to be very confused because what ends up happening is, you know, when a child is in, 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 in utero, when the child is being developed, you know, the child basically develops either a left brain dominant hemisphere, which is a male brain, or a right right brain dominant hemisphere, which is a female brain. And if the woman gets too much, you know, estrogen in her diet through basically hormones that she's taking or through food that's been contaminated with estrogen, like chicken, uh, what ends up happening is it's antagonistic to the testosterone, which creates the left brain dominated hemisphere. And the little boy becomes right brain dominated and then basically becomes, you know, really effeminate. Uh, and with the women, if, if the woman, if the woman's if the girl develops properly, then what ends up happening is she basically develops a right brain dominated hemisphere. And they want to go shopping, they want to get dressed, they want to cook, they want to clean, they want to do all the things they want to do. And so what ends up happening is uh, if you take a child, like you said, Austin, that goes into puberty, and suddenly they have a right brain dominated hemisphere, which is not designed to handle large amounts of testosterone. And I've seen this before. I've seen this happen with ladies that have gone on testosterone replacement therapy. It wasn't dosed properly. I saw one as high as 3,500. You know, my testosterone runs around 800. I've seen one as high as 3,500. And you, by the way, 800 is really, really high for somebody my age. Normally, somebody my age would be around 200. And so mine's very, very high because I take the supplements and I take the, uh, the, the different types of oils and all the different – well, you know, you know I do health masters. We have an entire testosterone stack. But the reality is, is that, you know, when a woman gets given large amounts of testosterone to basically mas- make her masculine, to basically cause her to develop facial hair and to drop her voice and all the rest – it massively overloads the female brain because it can't handle it. Now, the woman that I knew that her testosterone had gone to 3,500, uh, she was no longer uh, functioning rationally. She no longer had the ability to think. And her husband would say the sky is blue. She'd say it's black. You know, she'd say the wall color is green. She'd say it's brown. I mean, it's just every single thing the man said to her, she argued. And, and finally, they found out what had happened. And her testosterone was through the roof, and she was no longer – you know, taking the testosterone supplement at that point, and they were able to bring her back down for about four weeks to get her testosterone back down to normal. But the reality is, is that the entire personality changed. And this is the problem that you run into with these transgenders. You know, I've got several friends now that have been out in the dating scene, and they've told me they've run into several transgenders that have contacted them through dating sites. You know, and then they basically the person didn't know they were transgender, the transgender informed them that they were transgenders. And of course, the person who was looking for a you know a lady to date uh, told the transgender they weren't interested in, in basically you know dating a a, a dude uh, you know so it's just the, the whole thing the whole society has turned been turned so upside down and the evil is so prevalent now among people it's it's mind boggling I mean it really really is absolutely mind boggling you know what's going on in our society and now we have a person who I believe was wound up through MK Ultra or some other equivalent program. Be given all kinds of drugs and turn loose. My deepest condolences to the families. Oh gosh, I feel so sorry for the families. I can't imagine what they're going through with those young children being shot. You know the stuff with Parkland and Sandy Hook. There were too many, how should I say, questions about those types of shootings, and that all of a sudden too many narratives came out. This was pretty blatant. They had the videotape. I mean, notice, remember in Parkland, remember we never were given the, the videotape. You know, Sandy Hook, we really, you know, weren't given the real actual showing the Sandy Hook videotapes. And so all of a sudden we have all of these different narratives that arise afterwards. But this one was pretty clear cut. The person walked in, blew out the window. You watch it for the videotape. Uh, personally, it was, I'm sure it was some type of government mind control program or just a poor girl who was confused with gender dysphoria, 
who was put on massive amounts of hormone replacement therapy and didn't know who or what she was anymore and decided to put some kind of punishment into the school because she had been she had gone to school there when she was young and somebody may have made fun of her. And I'm going to say this very clearly. You know, when kids are in school, and this is this is important, you've got to make sure that they don't they don't have to deal with bullies. And that's and that's the big problem that we have still in the schools today, that we have little children get picked on by older kids, and uh, it's a real nightmare for little kids. It really is. It's it's a terrifying experience for them, and it'd be better off to homeschool them. They have to have deal with that and the memories of that for the rest of their life. A lot of kids can get through it, and they can overcome it. But in essence, they have to basically find a way to stop the bullying, which usually entails getting macho or working out or stopping the bullying that way. Or they have to just basically submit and hide all the time. And it's awful because it can really mess up the psyche of a child. It really can. And it can do a long-term, it can do long-term damage. And so just be careful with your kids. And Austin's right. You need to have them in a Christian school that provides security for them. I was in the Lutheran church on Sunday, and they had a deputy outside, fully armed, in the foyer, you know, at the Lutheran church. Now, you think about that for a second. Lutherans really aren't dangerous people. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that. Yeah, they're pretty. They're, they're, they're not really evangelicals. Uh, they're not really going out and protesting much of nothing. They're kind of just living their life. And I asked the cop who was there. He was carrying a uh, 45, Glock 45. And he said they were about, they were about to get zigs. I'm talking about his weapons. And But when I leave there that morning after we had taken communion, there was two kids, basically like 18, 19, 20-year-olds, sitting in the foyer. And just they weren't going to church there. I guess they were looking for a handout for the people leaving. And uh, to his credit, he had come inside the church and he was standing there close to them, making sure that uh, nothing happened. So, you know, he was doing his job, which I like. But the reality is, is that, you know, we have a lot of kids out there that are very confused. We've got a lot of adults out there that are very confused. We've got a lot of people in general that are very confused because the culture of the United States has deteriorated to such a point now that, you know, we no longer have the country that we had when we were young. You know, Disney now basically is just uh, – it's interesting. They, they basically are starting to fire 7,000 as global staff this week as Bob Iger announces after the share plunges price 31 – share prices go down 31 percent of the year. Uh, you know, it's just – you know, he's trying to save the company $5.5 billion. And what happened is they straight went off on a woke tirade with the last CEO, which is massively, massively, massively – uh, destroyed the image of that country, uh, that, that, that company. In addition, the House of Mouse took a huge publicity blow as Ron DeSantis officially took control of Disney's Reedy Creek Improvement District in his war with the corporate kingdom in a move that will give him the power to select the board and force him to pay $700 million in taxes and debts. It comes as a governor and Florida's first lady, Casey DeSantis, admitted the irony that they got married at Disney in 2009 are now in a battle with a woke corporation. So, I mean, you know, but Disney, Disney's firing back. Disney's not, Disney's not backing down with their shareholders. Remember, like 70% of the kids there, the people that work there are, 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 are gay. Disney's now flexing its muscle by hosting a major LGBT rights summit in Florida after Ron DeSantis basically messed with their Reedy Creek information. Disney is sticking it in the face of Florida Republicans hosting a major LGBT rights summit on their resort after compelling Ron DeSantis to help restore their tax breaks. In the event, which is centered around empowering the LGP community to bully employers into promoting their agenda in the workplace, is being put on by the group Out and Equal, will take place in September. Disney has committed to hosting the conference in 2024 as well. 
over more than 20 years or something that's grown to become a preferred place to network and share strategies to create inclusive workplaces where everyone belongs, where LGBTQ++ employees can be out there and thrive. The website for the conference states the event will be hosted and sponsored by massive globalist corporations, including – listen to this. This is why you got you got you can't, you can't support these guys. McDonald's, Walmart, Hilton, Boeing, Cracker Barrel – my Cracker Barrel – Apple, Uber, Amazon, and John Deere. The State Department the CIA will have booths at the event as well. The message is that Disney has won. The LGP movement is soaring, and DeSantis' token measures have done nothing except to embolden them and to coalesce more support around their social agenda. Agenda. Big League Politics reported on DeSantis caving to Disney, quietly restoring their tax breaks. Now, I don't know about all the, what they're doing with that, while posturing dishonestly, dishonestly to his constituents like he put the woke corporation in their place. Florida, Ron DeSantis is folding to woke Disney, pushing a bill in a state legislature to quietly restore their special tax breaks after posturing publicly against the corporation. This, these are I can't vet this, but I'm reading it to you. DeSantis is making a capitulation, even as he and the Rhino Republican leaders of the state claim that they are punishing Disney, the exact opposite of what is happening. The bill maintains the current stat exempt status. Remember, this bill hasn't, bad, hasn't got passed far as I know of property and the district and bonds issued by the district. The analysis of DeSantis measures states. DeSantis is using sleight of hand to claim he is cracking down on Disney when he is really giving them what they want and enabling Disney's campaign contributions to fill Republican coffers in the years to come. Guys, figure this one out on your own. I don't know what to say with any of this stuff with Disney. I, all I know is I don't go there. I don't support them. I want nothing to do with that company. I haven't been there in many, 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 many years, and it's frustrating to me that this group had such a great thing going for so long, and they had to go woke like they did. But, of course, it's owned by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, and those are the bloodline families, again, that run everything as far as what we talk about on an ongoing basis. So it, it's interesting. By the way, the CIA was ordered – this is interesting – to plant media stories blaming Ukraine instead of Washington for destroying the Nord Stream pipelines. The CIA ordered to plant media stories blaming Ukraine for the pipelines. This is from Russia Today, from Global Research, et cetera. You guys can read it. I'm going to post it on the website and let you guys know that this thing with the uh, Nord Stream pipeline was a pretty big act of war that the United States and George Joe Biden, which he didn't really – Joe Biden didn't do anything. He basically ended up basically getting past all that. And, you know, and did not have to be held accountable for it. Uh, this is another interesting article by Paul Craig Robertson. It says the quota hire pretending to be a secretary of defense, the quota hire pretending to be a secretary of defense is terminating the U.S. Army. Six of the nine domestic bases that are recommended for rebranding will get a new name by June. They're renaming the southern bases because it was too racist, because it was all part of the Civil War and naming people, you know, generals after the Civil War. After Robert E. Lee's surrender of the Army of Northern Virginia for an army of, for which food, boots, and medical supplies and replacements and casualty could no longer be supplied by the small population of the agricultural South, the Reconstruction era set in. Reconstruction lasted 12 years in history, written by Northern propagandists. Reconstruction was a period when attempts were made to redress the inequities of slavery and its political, social, and economic legacy to solve the problems for the readmission of the states that succeeded. So much has been falsified. Abraham Lincoln stressed over and over and over that the war was not about slavery but about saving the empire, which he called saving the union. The letters and diaries from soldiers on both sides of the conflict that no one was fighting for or against the slavery. Indeed, Lincoln was warned by his generals never to say the invasion of the South was to be free the slaves or the Union Army would have deserted. The agricultural South succeeded because the northern states intended to finance their industrial development with tariffs at the expense of the South. The history is thoroughly documented, but it doesn't provide a necessary excuse for the victimhood. 
American liberals and the great champions of victimhood are now they've rewritten history, including the history of Reconstruction. The Reconstruction era was once clearly understood has been replaced with a fabricated account. The real Reconstruction was a 12-year period of rape and pillage. Northern carpetbaggers and scallywags descended on the South using the military authority of the occupation, stole land and business from Southern owners. Union troops and former slaves elevated a governing position of Southern whites, did all kinds of horrible things to the Southern people. In the real history, the Southern women were hidden in the forest to prevent their rape. The <laughs> As part of the unity, the U.S. military recognized the lightning prowess of small and poorly equipped Southern armies, especially that of the North Army of Northern Virginia, which caused Lincoln to run through general after general, despite the overwhelming superiority of Lincoln's armies in numbers and equipment. Lincoln found one most capable fighting of equal terms with Lee's Army of the North, Virginia three times smaller without the reserves of manpower, food, etc. At the war's end, the reconciliation of the North, the reconciliation of the North and the South was the U.S. military's honor of the fighting prowess of their opponent. The reconciliation of the rabid Southern-hating Republicans agreed in 1877 in the process of being overturned by the Biden idiot regime. The quota hire at the Pentagon, you know, led by the Democrats there as part of their glorification of diversity, has ordered all Southern names and monuments to be erased from the U.S. military bases and graveyards, wiping out history in the opposite of diversity, which is the opposite of social harmony. Think about this for a minute. The only reason the U.S. has a military force capable of fighting is the backbone of today's army is Southern. In 2021, U.S. active duty Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines total a million point one for southern states of Texas, Virginia, North Carolina, Florida, accounted for 33.6 percent of the doggone military. It's a mystery why southerners serve the country that destroyed their culture and a civilized way of life and how intentionally and now intentionally erases their history and dishonors their heroes. Of course, the southerners have been brainwashed in their indoctrination, opposing its education, the universities via the Frankfurt School, public schools and movies. They've been forced to take back sensitivity training to prove how racist and prejudiced they are. Still, in the present day of the U.S. Army, the Southern boys must realize they are only performers. This is so sad. Do the Southerners who comprise the fighting force of the U.S. military understand the government in the military they are serving hates their guts? Movies have been made about the genocide of the Plains Indians and the immediate aftermath of Lincoln's conquest of the Confederacy. The same two generals, Sherman and Sheridan, who raped and pillaged the South, annihilated the Plains Indians using every war crime imaginable. But no movies have been made about their activities in the South other than glorify them, and no movies have been made about the horrors of the Reconstruction era. It would be too inflammatory to see who the true victims of Washington's supremacy are. I'm telling you guys, and I've told you this before, Lincoln is the worst president we've ever had in the United States of America. And if I was the president of the United States of America, and I had the ability to do so, I would have the Lincoln War Memorial, the Lincoln Monument torn down. The man was an absolute travesty for what he did to the United States of America, and he was assassinated in the end by John Wilkes Booth, who, by the way, was an agent of the Rothschild banking empire after Lincoln issued the greenbacks and basically did not want to put a central bank back into the United States. But what Lincoln did and what he did through the war was unconscionable with a conscription of the Hessians coming in from Europe, all the people coming in and coming into the United States from, you know, from Europe, which was a mess, and conscripting them immediately in the, in the harbors of New York. If you look at that, you watch that movie Gangs of New York, which I'm not recommending, it's extremely violent, okay? It, it, it shows that, of how they're coming off the ships and being conscripted into the, you know, into the Civil War. The whole Civil War is what really started the demise of the United States of America, period. And it was, of course, it was funded. Both sides of the North and the South were funded by the Rothschild banking cartels, which wanted to destroy the republic because Andrew Jackson 
had taken the Bank of the United States in 1832 and thrown it out and not renewed their charter so we could be in a debt you know, free situation in the United States of America and not have the central banks control everything. So it all was tied back together with the international banking cartels, the Kabbalist Luciferian network that runs the planet, the synagogue of Satan. All of it is. World War I was the same thing. World War II is the same thing. The Korean War, the same thing. The Vietnam, the same thing with the mafiosa groups working together with the CIA to run drugs and to sling dope out of Southeast Asia. You can watch that on the Godfather movie. They talk about it and who these people are and what they were doing, how they worked with, you know, with the with organized crime in order to just, just distribute these drugs. It's a major, major problem that we have in the United States of America as we watch our entire culture disintegrate and become degenerate because of this Frankfurt School, because of the Kabbalist Luciferians in us, as we continue to support Israel, the <laughs> the country of the Antichrist. I mean, just, just, let's not forget that. And we continue to forget what they did with the USS Liberty trying to start World War III back in 67. We can't forget any of this stuff. Any country that goes against the United States of America, I don't care if it's Israel, Germany, Russia, England, France, Spain, Italy, I don't care. You need to speak out against it and call it for what it is. Let people realize that you are not asleep, that you are awake, and that you will not succumb to the, quote, woke agenda, and you're going to stand firm with what God has taught you and what you've learned in all media and the history that you've learned. That's the real history. Remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it, and we will stand and we'll continue to put on the full armor of God every single day of our lives. But guys, do some research on the southern fight against northern aggression and tyranny in the, in the Civil War. Ziegler, Zig Ziegler used to always say, because he's a southern boy out of Texas, uh, he was born in Yahoo City, Mississippi, Yazoo City, Mississippi, and he used to always say he called he wouldn't call it civil war, he would call it the war of northern aggression. And he was absolutely right. Ziegler called it for what it was all of the time. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? Oh, that's absolutely a fact, and that's the problem when you have somebody write the history books that controls the narrative, they continue to tell whatever story they want to tell and a lot of people just buy it hook, line, and sinker after a few generations because they never actually witnessed or saw what really happened. And that's what we have seen now on numerous occasions. On almost every war we see, there's always this narrative of one side and the other side and what the story was And until you start doing your own research. And as we find, the ones that are always the successful ones in every war are the bankers. <laughs> they always profit from every war. All wars are banker wars. It doesn't matter. They always fund both sides. I saw – an article earlier on uh, Breitbart, and it was saying that uh, Zelensky now has stated that they will not they will not be able to have any more fighting. No more. We can't we can't fight anymore now. No more offense until the West sends us more artillery, more tanks, more rockets. We need more, 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 more. We need more guns. As he's banging his fist, acting like a spoiled little child. Well, I got news for him. How about he just starts building some manufacturing plants with 120 billion dollars we gave him? Hmm. So he builds manufacturing plants, making his own munitions. Since he just needs more, 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 more from everybody to continue to fund whatever money laundering scheme over there. I've never seen so much money get funneled in a state this less than the size of Texas to be in some engagement on a you know a, a skirmish on a border. Never seen this much money dumped in since uh, a war. I mean, this is just the United States too, by the way, guys. NATO and the European Union—they've all been funneling planes and trains and weapons and munitions to them as well. To the point now that Germany has now said they've depleted the vast majority of their munitions stored arm arsenal as far as for their war readiness. But all the countries have their just 
dumping their coffers out onto Ukraine, but suddenly Ukraine just can't get enough munitions. They just keep burning through it all. Isn't it funny? At the same time now, we're seeing massive, massive conflicts in African countries and Yemen, and they're continuing to grow almost exponentially with fighting and killing and weapon systems that they just somehow keep getting all the time. I mean, how do you get countries in Africa that are running around with Fabric National M249 belt-fed machine guns that were manufactured specifically only for the U.S. military? Oh, how'd they get over there? Oh, maybe it was the 65,000 of them that we left over in Afghanistan whenever we uh, decide to pull out on that whole debacle. Well, I don't know. Maybe that could contribute to something to it. But yes, that's exactly right. The banker wars that they continue to tell everybody, this is why we're doing it. This is what's happening. It's a complete and total sham, while at the same time they keep giving you these narratives about, well, this is going on. This is why we have to put more restrictions and more, more laws into place. You know, we have got to make sure you stay in your house. You know, we're, we're very concerned about your safety. You know, we want to make sure you, you, you do the best you can. You stay at home and you don't go outside. Well, remember how they've been constantly talking about TikTok for the last two, three years, it's Chinese company. It's, it's spying on everybody, and quite frankly, it's an app that spies on you from China, no more or less than any other app. I mean, Facebook blatantly talks about they record and do everything. They they meta they data log everything you do on there. All their platforms do. They record everything you do. That's why I told you guys turn your permissions off. Keep a piece of tape over your camera. Don't keep your phone with you if you're trying to have a private, intimate conversation. You don't want everybody to hear. Facebook directly works with the FBI and the NSA. They've already shown that now. So now they're saying, oh, TikTok's being funded by China. I already told you guys TikTok's an absolutely horrific just app. It's horrific what it's done to the young children now. It's the stupidest app. They don't even produce anything on it. All you do is like dances and stupid videos with music. It's moronic, but yet people are using it. Well, now the U.S. government says we've got to put now forward the Restrict Act, S-686, and Spike Cohen did an article on this the other day. He wrote an article on it. It's called, it's called the Restrict Act, <laughs> Senate Bill 686, and it was introduced on the uh, – let's see here, the 7th, and they're trying to push it. I mean, they're trying to push it hard. And what's crazy about this, it says right here, right here in the bill, <laughs> we authorize the Secretary of Commerce to review and prohibit certain transactions between persons in the United States and foreign adversaries and for other persons. Wait a minute. So that's the actual bill to authorize the Secretary of Commerce to review and prohibit certain transactions between people in the United States and foreign adversaries. Okay. All right. So what they're trying to say is if you got people that are working with China and they're here in the United States and they're funding it, we're trying to stop these transactions, right? We're trying to stop the black market. Trying some bad guys. All right, let's see. Maybe, maybe we can get something good out of this now. No, what it's actually doing is it gives the government authority over every single form of communication. If you read this bill, every form of communication to monitor it, spy on it, data log it, and analyze it anywhere and authorizes them to label you or any other human being anywhere a national security threat. It allows them to collect any communication or transaction data on you and everyone else without a warrant, and it bans you from encrypting your data to stop them. Ah, here's where we're going now. This is going right back to blockchain and Bitcoin. They do not want people to have the ability to transfer funds through blockchain and Bitcoin. They want it all pushed what? Right back through the central bank digital currency. This is all tied together. You guys are going to see this here in a second. So this Restrict Act, it if you violate any section of the Restrict Act, you are labeled a foreign adversary. 
There's a whole list of things you can do. All of a sudden, you're a foreign adversary. Oh, we now have a transaction that we have found that you sent over to your family over in Europe. We've deemed them to be a foreign adversary, and you are now delisted, You are now listed as a domestic terrorist. Oh, yeah. It goes like that. Once you're labeled, the only way you get removed from this is a resolution from basically the House of Representatives that has to approve resolutions to remove you off this list. That's right. You can't fight it. There's no due process. There's no trial. You don't go to court and say, hey, we're charging you with this crime. You're just suddenly blacklisted now because maybe you did or you didn't do a transaction. You know how easy it is now to make up transactions and transfer funds and all of a sudden set people up now with digital data logging and algorithm and AI? It's unbelievably easy. So you want to file, and this is the great part too, the giving, it's giving the government essentially carte blanche immunity on top of this as well. So you want to file a Freedom of Information Act to see why you're labeled a foreign adversary? Tough. The Restrict Act blatantly covers it gives government immunity from the Freedom of Information Act. If this Restrict Act is passed, it's simply going to remove the entire semblance of government shackles on themselves. They're going to pretty much be able to watch and monitor everything everybody does. And at any point you do something they simply don't like, all they have to do is say, hey, you're involved with a foreign adversary now. That's it. It goes on to say here in part of Section 3-A, imposing and enforcing any mitigation measure to address any risk arising from any covered transaction by any person with respect to any property subject to the jurisdiction of the United States, the secretary determines, or potential future transaction is covered under transactions. Potential future transaction. This thing, I was reading about it last night, this whole thing is completely and totally nuts. He goes on to say here, in consolation with the director of national intelligence, they can designate any foreign government or regime as a foreign adversary if the secretary finds that the foreign government or regime is engaged in any pattern or serious instances of conduct that's significantly adverse to the national security of the United States. They're literally writing this in clear English and stating we are giving ourselves carte blanche immunity to do anything about anyone anywhere in the world at any point in time if we don't like anything they do. Literally what they're saying here. And what's crazy about this, and then you go to section uh, dash two, it says any information submitted to the federal government by a party to a covered transaction in accordance with the act, as well as any information for the federal government may create relating to review of the covered transaction is exempt from any disclosure under section 552 of Title V, commonly referred to as the Freedom of Information Act. So even if you want to know what you did or you want to actually have somebody do some type of journalism, some investigative journalism, no, nothing. You can't even know why we did this. You can't even know why we banned everything and blocked everything here, or you can't even know why we blocked off a certain country. This Restrict Act, as they keep yelling about it, it's to prevent TikTok from spying on us. Guys, China spying on us is not our biggest worry. The, our own government spying on us and collecting data and using it against us. Remember, China didn't do Waco and butcher 76 women and children. China didn't kill Randy Weaver's wife with a 308 while she was holding her child. China wasn't involved in any type of 9-11 impact. This was all deep state CIA, FBI, ATF, alphabet agencies repeatedly. Remember, China 
didn't transfer 2,500 machine guns and 50 caliber weapons to the Mexican drug cartel and accidentally lose them. That was ATF, and I could keep going on all day. So when they start saying that TikTok's all about spying on you from China, oh, I'm sure it probably is. I don't disagree with that at all. But saying that we need to now pass this to prevent all these foreign adversaries from spying on us and being involved in us, the Restrict Act, guys, this bill is so far-fetched and so blatantly clear. There's, it doesn't even leave anything to the imagination. Any person at any time and anywhere in any transaction, they say any. So again, I encourage you, contact your senators, contact your Congress. This thing is an absolute travesty to American freedom. But I read it last night. I was going through a bunch of it, and I want everybody to make sure they know exactly what is going on with this because it's not that long of a bill. You can read it. It's not that long at all. But it states and it tries to put it out there that we're doing all this to prevent transactions from four adversaries and being involved in meddling in the United States. You know, the last time I remember the United States saying that they wanted to make sure they were protecting our safety, it's when they told everybody we need to get an experimental RNA gene therapy shot that was produced by the Department of Defense that got emergency use authorization without any significant long-term clinical trials. And we had to get it for our safety or else we were going to lose our jobs. That's kind of how I remember the last time the government came in and said, we need to do all this for your protection. So forgive me if I don't trust the people that are telling me it's for my safety again, why we need to pass the Restrict Act. But I'll put this bill on the website. You guys look it up, S-686 Restrict Act in Congress right now. And uh, they're supposed to be voting on it. This is what a lot of the topics have been discussing behind the scenes and wanting to get it approved because, of course, because of China and TikTok – while nobody's really talking about this bill whatsoever because everybody's too obsessed with the banks or with Zelensky dressing up in his homosexual tight gowns or whatever he's in today. Oh, he may actually be in body armor today. I don't know what costume they put him in for his photo op. But regardless, this is what they want you to focus on is all the theater and distraction. And at the same time, they're telling us, oh, by the way, we don't trust you with firearms either. Because, you know, we had a sad individual that was probably very, very depressed that went and did something horrific. So uh, you need to give up your firearms as well because, well, again, it's for your protection, guys. you got to keep remembering that. The government only does this to protect you. I mean they're, they're, they're willing to kill you to protect you. That's how much they care about you. So, I mean, come on, man. You can't, you can't really give them that hard of a time, I guess. So get this bill up. Get it to your friends. Let people talk about it. Let people read it and see what's really going on with it and turn around contact your local senators and your congress and tell them do not pass this nonsense what do you think then you know austin you, you kind of sit back sometimes and certain things just kind of just you just shake your head and this is one of those i don't think it's got a chance of passing but who knows i mean we we who knows i mean you know we saw the patriot go through like on grease lightning you know we saw you know we saw donald trump you know on a tweet i'm gonna read this to you you know, from uh, March the 9th, 2020, he goes, so last year, 37,000 Americans died from common flu. You know, so he's talking about the coronavirus, about not doing anything about it. Then, you know, you know, just a, a couple of days later, a couple of weeks later, he goes, I'm now fully prepared to use the full power of the federal government to deal with our current challenge of the coronavirus. This was on March the 11th. And, and then he goes on to say, basically, uh, <laughs> you know, he, goes, he goes, my administration, and I built the greatest economy in the history of the world, turned it turned it off to save millions of lives and I'm building an even greater economy it was before jobs are flowing uh, no even late as December j- j- Jan, June the 23rd of that year he was demanding credit for having followed all of the Fauci's recommendations 
you know, why did they love him and hate me? He wanted to know. We did a great job on the coronavirus, including the very early ban of China, ventilator production and testing, which is by far the most and best in the world. We saved millions of U.S. lives. It's the fake news refuses to acknowledge this in a positive way. You know, it just, you know, something about the story never added up. You know, how could one person have been so persuaded by a handful of others such as Fauci and Briggs and Pence and Kushner and his friends? So all of this stuff is just really, really, really weird that happened with Trump. Who was really pulling the strings behind the scenes is what you have to ask yourself. Who was the ones who were really, really pushing this? Because now all of this information with Fauci, so many of these emails have gone missing now. Nobody wants to talk about what really happened and, and on and on and on. He said that they, he said this coronavirus has been tested for 20 years and they said that they could release almost exactly, you know, immediately and that virus, this RNA gene therapy and on and on and on. It's and all a bunch of lies. You know, it says, you know, and then Trump came in and used the full power of the White House to shut down public events and inside events and everything else. And, and people just don't want to admit the fact that he did all this stuff. And it goes right back to the TikTok agenda, Austin, what you talked about, of giving the government more and more and more and more authority, more and more and more ability to come in and do whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it, however they want to do it, whoever they want to do it to. And it's sad to me because it's just it never seems to end. You know, and, you know, and it's all part of that drug culture that's basically drugged the population of the United States from pharmacia. It talks about it in the book of Revelation multiple times about how these sorcerers do what they do with pharmacia. And now, you know, parents have been drugging their children now with basically drugs, you know, with class two drugs for decades now with Ritalin and Adderall. And the Daily Mail just came out with a study and said school children are flying off the rails amid an Adderall shortage. Parents across the country say their children's grades are falling, becoming more violent because they can't keep on Schedule II drugs. I mean, roughly 6 million children ages 3 to 17, ages 3, by the way, have ADHD and take meds. Most take meds. Prescription for Adderall in the U.S. has doubled during the coronavirus pandemic. An ongoing shortage of Adderall has left children unable to concentrate and behave in school, according to parents across the U.S. Parents of school officials across the U.S., from California to Kentucky to Massachusetts, were about falling grades and increased violence among children and sudden detox and sudden detox having to do with having their meds cut off. Which Schedule II drugs are pretty strong coming off of. The Food and Drug Administration acknowledged a shortage with the parents of ADD and ADHD children have been blowing the whistle on supply chain issues with back orders since last summer. Medicating children for ADD is the norm in the United States, and more than 6 million of them who've had this condition, over 60% take medication like Adderall, but over the years, concerned the medical community about overprescribing the potentially addictive. It isn't potentially addictive. It is very addictive. It's like doing cocaine. Adderall, arguably the most common prescribed ADHD medication in the U.S., is banned in many European countries as well as Japan. Doctors in pure countries seem less eager to prescribe the medications, while a whopping 41 million Adderall prescriptions were dispensed in the U.S. in 2021. Britain's National Health Service doled out a total of just 2.23 million ADH drugs from July the 21st to June the 22nd. So this goes on and on and on as far as the amount of kids that are addicted to Adderall. It's a real problem in the United States, and if that's not a big enough problem with our youth, teen overdose death has now massively increased – this is you, what do you think should happen to them? You put them on Adderall, you get them all geeked up, you get them all geeked up on drugs. They want drugs, and now they have shortages of Adderall, and now they're basically either depressed because of what's happened with the economy and what's happened with their families with the coronavirus. Now, teen overdose deaths have doubled in the last three years, then they're blaming fentanyl. Teen overdose deaths have doubled in three years, and an alarming trend and amid a historic decline in drug and alcohol use among high school students. The main reason is fentanyl. Teens consume the powerful opioid unwittingly packaged in counterfeit pills tailored to resemble less potent prescription medications. 
Drug traffickers lace pills with fentanyl to boost the black market high. Dangerously addictive fentanyl can be lethal, especially to children experimenting with drugs. Fentanyl is just a different beast, said Dr. Hoover. He said it's one of the worst things you ever do to a child. It will kill them almost instantly if they overdose on it. And guys, this is a real problem that we have in the United States right now. This is one of the big reasons, again, that I've mentioned so many times in the United States that we pulled out of Afghanistan because we wanted to have – we didn't need the opiates anymore because we have fentanyl now for the CIA to push through the black market agenda and through the CIA and through the FBI and through Mossad and, and MI6 and the, and the Russian mafia and the Jewish mafia and the Italian mafia and the Irish mafia and all the rest. All of this stuff continues just to go on unabated in the United States of America. And so if we don't take a look at what it is and we don't understand what it is and really have a good understanding of the dangers of this stuff and these drugs with these kids, um, it's awful. And, and by the way, the, you know, Kennedy's come out with another article that says the U.S. stillbirth rate remains unacceptably high with problems at every level. Remember, the U.S. has the highest infant death rate of any industrialized country in the United States. And now we're having massive, huge, huge increases in stillbirths because I personally believe because of the coronavirus is being injected into pregnant women. Federal officials have the virus vaccine was well, not a vaccine. It was whatever with the spike proteins. Federal officials have released a bleak assessment of the country's progress and understanding of preventing stillbirths, calling the late unacceptably a high, the rate unacceptably high and issue a series of recommendations to reduce it through research and prevention. The National Institutes of Health report titled Working to Address the Tragedy of Stillbirth More Mirrored Findings of an Investigation by ProPublica Last Year into the U.S. Stillborn Crisis. This is a huge issue. These spike proteins caused a detachment of the placenta from the uterus, and these babies starve to death and they die. This, is a, this, this, this research has been around for years. I've, I've, I've quoted it years ago when they started injecting pregnant women. Again, this is, again, the globalist agenda, the synagogue of Satan – this group of ancient Canaanite worshiper that basically love killing children because it's the purest form of energy, the closest thing to God. They love this, and this is the group that continues to run the world. They, they, they literally consume the energy that's released from these abortions and all the stuff they do. We've talked about it on, on the show that I did, what do these entities eat in these other dimensions. So, guys, it's important that we all get together and we realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That this is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice, and we will be glad in it. But it has to be something that we all do together to continue to promote the agenda of God Almighty. We've got to realize that the Bible is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I had the opportunity to pray for you guys this morning, and I just asked God to be with you to bless you. But we have to understand something. We all have to be in the aggregate on the same page as far as what we're doing and how we're trying to find people that are going to be of like-minded with us, who are like-minded with us. And when you find a friend who's like-minded, when you find somebody who thinks like you do, become a friend with them. Find, make sure you build a relationship with them. You know, and, but here, one thing I want to say, for one, and this is very careful because I also covered this beginning, with the Proud Boys. There are more FBI informants on, you know, that were involved with the Proud Boys on January the 6th that were Proud Boys. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Be very careful who you hang out with and know what the agenda is because there are snitches everywhere. Be careful who you talk to online. Be careful on you share who you share personal information with, and be careful what you say online. It's like also said, keep your camera covered up on your phone. Keep your camera covered up on everything that you do and everything that you're on, and make sure your telephones are turned off if you're having a private conversation or wrapping in tinfoil or whatever you need to do to make sure there's no signal going out of it. You think, well, gosh, Ted, you're talking wrapping phones in tinfoil now? Only if you don't want to be bothered and have somebody listening to you on an ongoing basis. I'm telling you, it works. You turn the phone off and wrap it in tinfoil if you want. But be very, very, very careful with your privacy and make sure that you take care of your family right now. 
And if you if you if you got kids in a school like we just saw here, what happened? They're in a Christian school and they don't have security there. You need to really talk to the people at the school and put some security in because it's really important we protect our children. I love you guys. Also, once you finish up, buddy, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. God bless. You're 100 percent right. I mean, if you got kids in a homeschool co-op or something like that, they need to have some type of off-duty sheriff detail. It's not that expensive comparative if you get people to split it, or you know, make sure you have teachers that are very well trained and know how to handle situation like that. Because trust me, there's one thing about it. I did have this discussion down here in Florida whenever they were talking about the bill. Is that they did they were going to require extensive sheriff training for teachers that were going to carry firearms. Being able to handle a shooter in a school with children screaming and yelling and people running everywhere and having people firing in the hallway is a whole lot different than sitting at a range and squeezing a couple mags into a paper target. Big difference. High intensity, high, high, high adrenaline and trying to function and operate like that, especially not being able to hear anything at that point. So again, if you're going to be an individual that is somewhere that is going to do that, Make sure you understand how to operate in those situations, and you've done enough training to at least feel proficient where if something does occur. It's not going to be something you have to sit there and think about, oh, is this how I do this or how should I do this? It just needs to come completely natural to you. Until you feel that way, be very cautious on carrying a firearm and trying to act like you're going to protect or defend certain individuals. I mean that sincerely. It needs to be secondhand. Literally, it just is a reflex. This is what happens. Your gun goes down. This is what happens if it jams. This is what happens if you're doing a mag change. This is what happens if you feel if you see cover, you see a threat. Continue to make sure you stay strong, my friends. There's no question about it. A lot of very strange things happen right now. And as Dad said, and I reiterate, be very cautious who you talk to especially on online forums and other things. I mean, this whole Proud Boys trial should have given everybody a wake-up call. Well, we already knew. But, I mean, when you have over 10 confidential informants that have been involved with a group, then only five are being tried now, and you've got confidential FBI-paid snitches that have gone to meetings with the defendants, with their attorneys, to go back and snitch back to the FBI, you can't even make this up. But, hey, remember – this Restrict Act is coming. It's, you know, it's, again, it's for your safety and protection. They're here to help you because, you know, that's what the FBI does. They're here to help you. And if they need to, just shoot everybody. They're good at doing that. So be very cautious. Like that said, I don't think this Restrict Act is going to get pushed through. However, as we have seen in most cases, it only takes one major crisis in order for people to lose their minds when it comes to rational thinking, at least a lot of people, and all of a sudden stuff gets passed through. You've already got bumbling buffoon Biden now. He can't seem to find what ice cream flavor he wants where he goes downstairs, and he's stumbling around. Now he's saying that Congress is being – he's going to require Congress to pass a assault weapons ban. I don't know how the president of the United States forces Congress to pass a law. <laughs> it doesn't work like that, buddy. That's why there's separation of powers. Uh, but yet they're going to keep pushing on it, and they're going to keep pushing, and they're going to keep pushing, and they're going to make sure they use every single time an example to try to push this agenda. While you've got individuals up in Chicago, 30, 40, 50 people shot, numerous killed every single weekend, and ATF does nothing up there at all. In my opinion, I think they've kind of let that just do whatever they want because ATF doesn't actually like to get in engagements. They just like to go after people because, you know, they said something online or somebody may have had a pistol brace hidden in their attic. Stupid stuff like that they're good at doing. So, again, just remember, if you have a conversation, if you have somebody asking you questions and you don't feel comfortable, don't answer the question. Don't care who you are. Don't care who they are. Don't answer the question if you don't feel comfortable. 
If you're getting a check, if somebody's acting weird, if some random person pops up in a friend group somewhere, starts hanging out with everybody, and you don't know who they are, I've seen this happen personally before, just might want to be very, very cautious about what you say around them. Because I've, I've had that happen before. All of a sudden, some random person shows up somewhere, and they start asking questions. They seem to know a lot of stuff that they don't normally should be knowing. And all of a sudden, they're asking you this and asking you that. Oh, man, I don't know anything about that. I don't know. No, I, don't, I don't recall any of that. No idea what you're talking about. Just keep it tight, my friends, because obviously they're out there, and they're going to continually pushing their agenda as much as they can. Keep getting the truth out there and inform and update as many people as you can and encourage them to stay strong and healthy and keep their body and mind strong. That's one thing that I continue to reiterate to everybody I know. And I don't mean you know you necessarily have to go be a gym rat and go spend hours and hours in the gym. That's really not healthy. But at least going and getting 20 to 30 minutes of exercise, you know, three to four to five times a week is really beneficial. Not over, not just for overall well-being, but for flexibility, for energy, for strength, for endurance. Those are all really important in making sure you're taking the highest quality supplements you can to feed your body and yourself. So if you need anything, be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com. Be complex on sale for product of the week for the last day today. That'll be changing up tomorrow. So if you want to grab it, Try it out, or if you just want to grab a couple bottles and stay stocked up on that product, be sure to check it out today as product of the week at healthmasters.com. Continue to stay strong, my friends. I appreciate everything y'all do, and thank you for the positive emails. I've been getting a lot of those lately. I needed some of those lately, so thank you for everything. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.